Jerry's gonna send that third email. <laughs> Third one gets an ostrich pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Intro. Intro. <laughs> Good news. Elandu is a thing. We've completed our investigation, and you are listening to a podcast. Hello, my name is Karnak Fiachin, and with me is the Barry to my Robin, Matt Gady. Happy hump day, everybody. And with us is our Maurice, making us still so much talent short of being the music wonder group, the Bee Gees. Hello, Olivia. I can't believe you just made a Bee Gees reference, but hey, guys. We got news. Did. <laughs> The week in the news. The week in the news. The week, <laughs> week in, in the, the news. news. This week we wanted to point out. They wanted to point out. That the Patriots have won five Super Bowls with Tom Brady at the helm. Exactly. Tom Brady is tied for Super Bowl victories. Hold on. With- Hold on. The real news is that the Philadelphia Eagles beat the New England Patriots in a showstopper on Sunday night. That's about the longest silence you're ever going to hear on Good News. A podcast. Okay, let's talk about something we heard about frequently this week. And tweeted about by the president. The stock market. Over the last couple of days, the market has been volatile. The Dow dropping 1,100 points in one day volatile. The president often conflates the economy and the stock market, but they are not the same thing. According to Gallup, in 2016, 52% of Americans had money in the stock market. Specifically an individual stock, a mutual fund, a 401k, or an IRA. So first and foremost we need to recognize that about half of Americans are not in the stock market. While many often conflate the two, including the president, the economy and the stock exchange are two different things. It is true that the stock market is at record highs. But much of that money is simply reinvested. Or consolidated by the wealthiest among us. So we shouldn't worry quite yet. Corrections happen. It's part of investing. And so is the risk that comes with the market. What's important to remember from this week in the news is to educate yourself on the stock market and what's happening in it. So it seems like every week the government is frantically putting together a spending bill so that the government doesn't shut down. Legislators on both sides have been kicking the can down the road. And the government will shut down on February 8th unless Democrats and Republicans reach a long, but most likely short, term spending bill. Mitch McConnell has promised legislation addressing the Dreamers, including a fair debate and amendment process if the Democrats keep the government open. So we'll see. Do the Democrats trust McConnell? Will the government shut down once again? We will know one way or another next time on Good News, a podcast. Good news. Good news. The newest member of the lead Hall of Fame this week. And arguably a great cliche. Debatable. Comes from Magic 98.3 out of New Jersey, which began an article with, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. That's right. Spice Girls are back together again. What that means, we don't quite know yet. But you know that seems like some good news. In other good news, did you know that the United States has set the goal to prevent and effectively treat Alzheimer's by 2025? (laughs) I actually, no, I didn't. No, didn't know that. I actually didn't either. In January 2011, President Obama signed National Alzheimer's Project Act. NAPA. Into law. The act calls for a coordinated and aggressive national plan to accelerate research on the disease and related dementias, as well as provide better services and clinical care for people living with dementia and their family members. We learned this from our Google Alerts for good news. And more applicably, the University of Washington, which will soon begin clinical trials for treating latent Alzheimer's. And because we're not doctors, information and input on the trials is way above our, or at least my, knowledge level. The Good News Network is a great resource for people to check out. To encourage web traffic for the Good News Network, we'll only share some of our favorite headlines from last week. Headline number one. Kids with autism can now browse the zoo stress-free one hour before it opens. Headline number two. 
heartfelt letter from five-year-old causes restaurant chain to swap plastic straws for paper. These and all our good news sources can be found on our website, goodnewsapodcast.com. But please go check out the Good News Network for more regular good news content and to make sure that they can keep doing what they do. Feature. Two weeks ago, we told you we would be looking into a spike in listens on December 5th. On that historic day, we had 186 listens. The spike technically began on December 4th, according to SoundCloud, when we had 47. But over the course of the previous week, we had a grand total of five listens. This spike was the fuse to set off good news, a podcast, investigative journalism explosion. Bit of an overstatement, Connor. Sorry, I've been uh, watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine every night right before bed. I do apologize. However, this would be good news. A podcast. First investigatory story. And we did it. This was while Olivia was traveling. In the lovely city of Indianapolis. Connor and I had the chance to speak. And interrogate. Absolutely not. Again, sorry. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Anyways, we had the chance to speak with Neil from Cards Against Humanities, the good news podcast. I'm recording here and... um. You can you can interview at your leisure. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. So recording Matt is here. Hi Matt. Well he's gonna jump on. Oh, he's uh he's walking around grabbing the chair himself. If you haven't heard the Good News podcast, which you probably have because that's where we think most of you heard us from, Neil and his co-host Colleen produce short episodes five days a week sharing good news. For this interview, we asked him the tough questions. I'm going to start off with some real basic questions. So is it correct that on December 4th, that was the day you launched the Good News podcast? Uh, that sounds right. We did. We released a prologue episode, and I think that might have been December 4th. And we told them about our leads. Uh, we had Andrea reach out to us through SoundCloud about that, and she had said... She heard about us through that promotion. Can you explain what that promotion is to us? Because we haven't uh, seen what that looks like yet. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it uh, every year, um, Cards Against Humanity, uh, usually around uh, Black Friday or uh, like Christmas and Hanukkah, they uh, have sort of a promotional event. And this year, that uh, event was called. Cards Against Humanity Saves America, and they um, created, I think, like six individual uh, events that would happen on different days. So we were day two. And we asked the tougher questions. Dun, dun, dun. It's a little bit of a facetious question, but did you have uh, any inspiration when shaping this podcast? Were there other podcasts out there that you looked at, uh, specifically ones with very similar names? <laughs> uh, that uh, That is an excellent question, and I don't think you're going to like the answer. <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer was no. But after explaining the Good News Podcast's research, Neil did pay us an inadvertent compliment. That was essentially our research, um, and it, it sadly didn't involve listening to sort of more established uh, podcasts before it. I really appreciate you using the word more established because that's not something we necessarily consider ourselves here. <laughs> well, I mean, whether whether you like it or not, you're you're more established than us. <laughs> For the record, we believe it's a stretch to say we're more established. And we we are the first to admit that if we had released this podcast uh, independently, we would have maybe 
uh, you know, maybe a hundred people <laughs> like listen to it. For the record, we have about that many regular listens. Yeah. No, I, and and I think that's uh, honestly a great number, right? Because that's probably what I, I think what we would describe as like organic users, right? That's like people who have just found it and enjoy it. So that's a great number. And then we directly asked Neil if the Good News podcast was the culprit. But before I officially say thank you, I just want to confirm that it makes sense that with your promotion um, and similar release dates that we can safely assume that we're receiving our spike in listenership because of the work you all are doing? Uh Man, it, 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 it's all conjecture, right? It's like uh, we're all we're all guessing. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say that that is a safe bet because um, Cards Against Humanity sent out like a mailer, like a like a physical piece of paper, and uh, people probably just Googled like "good news podcast" um, and. Uh, presumably yours would be uh, right up at the top. There you have it. We know two things. We feel confident that the Good News Podcast is to thank for our spike and that the Good News Podcast did not, in fact, copy us. They're just another group spreading good news stories. Like Family's Family, which we actually received mistaken feedback for. Before we close out this interview, uh, I just want to pass on a Facebook message that we got the other day. It says... I absolutely love the episode, Family is Family. That was from Annie, and she obviously had mistaken us for you all, so I just want to know that you have a fan that really enjoyed that episode. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for passing that on. And there is our first investigative feature. But we understand that what we did wasn't real investigative reporting. Here on Good News, we often try to share what we've learned in school. So today we have our first guest on the show, Tess Novotny. Hello, Tess. Hello. Tess is a student here with us at the University of Oregon studying journalism. Last winter, she took an investigative reporting class with Brent Wolf, who has won a Pulitzer Prize for investigative reporting. So we're going to ask her some questions about the topic. So what can you tell us about real investigative reporting? So I would say that real investigative reporting is conducted by journalists in order to hold power and government accountable. Investigative reporters may obtain documents such as court case files, tax records, and financial filings to find issues to investigate and build evidence for their stories. They use the Freedom of Information Act, called FOIA, in order to request and use government documents, called public records, for their stories. They also talk to real people with knowledge of the issue they're investigating for information. So what's the role investigative reporting plays in society? Investigative reporting uncovers corruption and wrongdoing by government and power. Investigative reporters try to understand why and how such wrongdoing occurred, and then they publish their findings for the public to know. So you would say that investigative reporting is pretty important? I would say that it's extremely important. It's an essential way that journalists can hold power and elected officials accountable and make sure that democracy is running in the way that it should be. Thank you so much for joining us, Tess. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Neil. Cool. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. You as you well. Too. For any of you who haven't. Which again, I'm guessing that's not many of you. Check out the Good News Podcast. This is a Good News Update. 
So Connor, last week we talked about our mission statement. Have we had any other uh, messages or emails or anything about our mission statement? Uh, in short, no. In a little bit longer, I talked with my teacher, um, getting more resources, continuing that conversation, but we received a total of zero emails. So please email us at goodnews at goodnewsapodcast.com with your definition of good journalism. Again, zero is not a hard number to beat. So if we can do that, then we've uh, exceeded our goals. And we also heard that there are some new people added onto the mailing list. That's right. Uh, we actually have a mailing list and we have two. That that kind of seems like our lucky number two. Yeah, one, two. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> three. Three, three is our lucky three. number. So uh, anybody want to be on our mailing list? Three? Number three? Nice save, guys. Well, uh, I feel like three would be a low bar to set. I mean, we're all about those low, low, uh, low hurdles, low hurdles. Um, so let's maybe aim for five, five, five. That sounds pretty five good. more or five total. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think, I think that's good. This has been good news. A podcast. Thank you.